Good morning. Good morning. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. <laughs> All right. We're going to start off with a word of prayer. Father God, we thank and praise you for this day. This is the day that you have made. We're rejoicing, be glad in it. And Lord, we thank you. Uh, today is a day where we're reminded of you and what you have provided. Showed up, and as a result, grace was made available to each and every one of us, renewing us and restoring us back to our original and purpose. And right now, we celebrate you, Jesus, on today. And we're careful to give you all the glory, honor, and praise for today's celebration. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, welcome. We hope you're having an um, awesome Christmas. We believe in having our Christmas services just to honor God uh, first and foremost. So we're going to go ahead and get ready and dive right in. You ready? Let's give God praise one more time. Praise the Lord, saints. Uh, the choir is going to do a little Christmas medley for us. It's for you. So um, if you feel like joining in, please join in with us. The more the merrier. All right.
Oh, come. Come, let us adore him. Kneel down before him. Let's just worship and adore him.
Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He is the reason for the season. He's the reason. He's our Savior. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, dear God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. The perfect gift. So there's the songs on the radios, in cars, in stores, and everywhere you go, blaring Christmas songs of the ages, an effervescent-like nostalgia intertwined in every lyric. I mean, until I hear, in my mind, ooh, I'm not sure it's really Christmas. There's the sound of bells jangling, the still white lights lining the streets, colorful dancing, snowmen, Santas, and the plethora of other symbols of the season, Christmas trees and unique ornaments, the smell of fresh pine and peppermint. There's the juxtaposed feelings of sadness and some tears for the loved ones resting in heaven, while there is excitement and joy for the ones that are still here. There's the slight tickle and comfort of fuzzy socks, Christmas movie after Christmas movie curled up on the couch. There's the glisten of untouched blankets of snow. Texans, I see that eye roll. There's the Rudolph-looking noses from the extreme cold. There's the elves on the shelves and in the streets, holiday parties and tons of cavity-inducing treats. There's the sales you don't want to miss and the hustle and bustle of shoppers seeking the perfect gift. The perfect gift. Gift gift. What we're going to do is go back, way back, back into time. Before all of this, <laughs> before the trees and Santas and elves and reindeer and all the traditions we hold so dear, the Son of God, our Savior, volunteered his body to be our once and for all. Not for some or for the ones that have it all together, but our once and for all, forever, forever, ever. He said, take my body and I will do your will. I can only imagine heaven standing still. The son of God taking on a body of flesh? What kind of love is this? Leaving heaven to be born on earth to live perfect, because we weren't, to die so that we can live? Now, that's a perfect gift. He made an entrance in unsavory circumstances, providing uh, evidence to us that our birthplace does not determine our success. And with the birth in a manger of one perfect bouncing baby, we were set up for all kinds of benefits. We got perfect love that cast out all fear. We got a perfect carrier of our cares. We got a, let's see what else we got here. We got a perfect friend. We got perfect grace. We, we got the authority, ability, and power to run this race. Man, we got a perfect Savior, a perfect God who dwells within, providing wisdom from our Father. I'm not sure what you're looking for under the tree, but this perfect gift, I tell you, it came with all you will ever need. And in every situation, you got the promise of victory. That means you always win, 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 no matter what your eyes see. So if you're looking at that Christmas card for a little money, you better know that you've been promised prosperity. Yeah. It's okay to want material things. God is cool with it too. I just came to make sure you know about the perfect gift he gave to you. Bath and body can't hold a candle to this light of the world. He called us out of darkness and gave us grace we didn't deserve. You won't find a big screen, large or intuitive to, to see the awesome plans he has in store for you and for me. So today... Whether or not you have a tree or under your tree is a little bit skimpy. Know that the birth we are celebrating is a perfect gift that keeps on giving. It's not in a box or a decorative bag, but it is wrapped in your decision to believe and your choice to receive. Come on and open it today, and I promise, I guarantee, it will always be the most perfect gift you've ever had.
Sweetly singing all the plains and the mountains in reply, echoing their joyous strains. Yes. 
praise God, saints, while they get ready for our last performance uh, of ministry and dance. Just like to say, I'm so glad to see everybody's happy faces. I woke up happy this morning. I don't even know why. I, I ain't even got a Christmas present on the Christmas tree, but I'm happy because I have life in Jesus Christ. And that's all that matters. That's all that matters. You just thank God because he alone is worthy to be praised. For he alone is worth everything that we have to give unto him. Mm, yeah. For he alone is worthy. child my grandmothers we used to we lived in Nashville Tennessee that's where I grew up and my grandmothers they lived in Wilmington Delaware and Washington DC but every Christmas they would take the trailway bus train bus yeah trailway and Greyhound that's what it was back in the days to come see us all the way in Nashville Tennessee and they brought presents upon presents for us and it just thrills my heart to see how much love that they had that they traveled all that way just to celebrate Christmas with us. That's how much God loves us even more because he gave his son that we might have the right to the tree of life. How much more can we praise him? We can't praise him enough. We can't praise him enough, hallelujah, for the joy and the strength and for the life that we have. It may not be the richest, it may not be the poorest, but we have life. And we have life more abundantly. Hallelujah. One more time. For he alone is worthy. Hallelujah. For he alone is worthy. Christ the Lord. For he alone is worthy. Let's welcome our praise team, our dance team.
make them beautiful Oh, you take broken things And make them whole again Oh, you take broken things And make them beautiful Oh, you take broken things And put them back together again Oh, you take broken things And make them beautiful Oh, you take broken things And make them whole again Oh, you take broken things And make them beautiful Oh, you take broken things and put them back together again. Oh, you take broken things and make them beautiful. Oh, you take broken things and make them whole again. Oh, you take broken things and make them beautiful. Oh, you take broken things and put them back together again. So ministry. What an awesome, awesome job. Amen. If you need communion elements, go ahead and raise your hands and the ushers will be more than happy to serve you with some. Merry Christmas, everybody. How's everybody doing on today? Blessed. Amen. Everybody's done such a wonderful job today. Guys, so they come up here and rehearse and prepare and prepare, and we're just excited about everything that's happened. You know, during this time, you hear a lot that Jesus is indeed the reason for the season, and I can't agree with that more. Um, this is the day that we celebrate the birth of our Savior. Amen. This is the day that we celebrate the entrance of the opportunity for us to be made right with Christ, uh, with God again through Christ Jesus. So this body and this blood that you hold in your hands represents just that. It represents the fact that we believe and receive what Christ did for us over 2,000 years ago. So Father God, we thank and praise you right now that your love was so unconditional that while we were yet sinners, you sent Jesus the answer to the biggest problem man has ever known, and that is how to be right again with you. So today we receive and believe that we are your righteousness, we are your children, because of his body and because of his blood. Amen, you may eat. And you may drink. And as a result of this, Lord, we declare and decree that all is well. All is well. All is well in every area of our lives. In Jesus' name. If you agree with that, say amen. amen. Come on and put your hands together and give God a hand clap of praise. Oh, come on, you can do better than that. You sound like you're clapping for the Christmas gift you didn't want. Go ahead and give him praise. Amen. He's the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Jesus is his name. Amen. You may be seated. Well, welcome again to uh, today's uh, Christmas service. We'll just be together just for a few more moments. Uh, we believe in just getting together just for a good hour to say, 
hey to each other, hey to Jesus, amen, and uh, honoring him on the day. I, we, we love taking communion during these times as well just to uh, remember what it is he has already done. Um, as I was thinking about today, and uh, many of you guys who attend here know that we've been talking about the fact that this is our house, meaning the world is ours, and I was uh, up this morning, and I was just like, Lord, you know, do we just continue on with this message? And he has something very specific and, and kind of to the point uh, that I wanted to share uh, with you today. So uh, if you have your Bibles, go with me to Ephesians, Ephesians chapter 2, and we're going to look at verse 8. We're very familiar with this scripture, Ephesians 2, 8, and we'll start off looking at this in the uh, King James. Are ye, what's that word there? Saved through faith and that not of yourselves. It is the gift. Somebody say gift. Yeah. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. For by grace are we saved through faith and that not of yourselves. This is a gift. Somebody say gift. Now, many people have received gifts today, but I like what uh, Sister Nina talked about today. This is the perfect gift. You know, what makes a gift a perfect gift? Well, number one, it's, it's something that you want and something that you need. A perfect gift is something that I want and it's something that I need. Some people may have got some gifts today that you maybe didn't want, maybe didn't need, and you don't feel too good about that gift, amen? As a matter of fact, somebody else might see that gift next year. But this gift is the perfect gift. Why? Why do, we, why do we need this gift? Well, if you look at verse 1, it tells you in the Amplified, it says, And you he made alive when you were dead, slain by your trespasses and sins, in which at one time you walked habitually. He said, listen, you had a sin problem. And you were consistently, all the time, walking in this sin issue, but I got a perfect gift that's going to fix that problem. A perfect gift, or a good gift, is one that I need, and one that I want. How many of you guys know you need and needed a Savior? You know what else is a perfect gift? A perfect gift is a gift that's free. Somebody say free. free. Come on, somebody say free. If I gave you keys to a brand new free house right now, how many of you guys know you would appreciate and enjoy and receive that gift? Some of you are smiling right now saying, wait a minute, wait a minute now. What you got? It's, 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 it's something that I want and that I need, but it's also something that doesn't cost me anything. It, it, it doesn't quite feel like a gift if it costs me. If, if I got to put something on it, then it, 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 it's not necessarily something that I'm going to be as excited about as, as if you just showed up showing that you were thinking about me and gave me something of such value that it puts a smile on my face. I don't know about you, but when I think about the free gift of grace that leads to my salvation, it, it puts a smile on my face. I get joy when I think about literally as the song says, what he's done for me. When I think about the goodness of Jesus and I think about the fact that he paid the ultimate price to be sure that I can be made right with God, how I many guys know that's a, a good and it's a perfect gift? As a matter of fact, the word says in James that only good and perfect gifts come from where? Above. Yeah, only good and perfect gifts come from above. And Jesus literally came from on high to earth and put on what I heard one preacher called an earth suit. Putting aside all that he could so that he could walk amongst us to become the perfect sacrifice for you and I. And that day when he was born in that manger, it was a mighty day because it was the day that our victory was introduced physically here on earth. God had a plan, and it had already been put into place. But once Jesus showed up, how many guys know the enemy got real nervous? Why? Because he realized that that was his losing day. 
that was the day that his defeat had already been completed. It wasn't just at the death of Jesus because God already knew that Jesus was going to do what he needed to do. But at his birth, he saw his last day because that was the day at his birth that your birthright and my birthright was to be returned again. What's your birthright? What's my birthright? Our birthright was for the reason we were created. Go with me real quick to Genesis uh, chapter 1. Let's look at verse uh, 25. Let me show you what your birthright is. When man was created, God created him with a purpose in mind. Somebody say, I got purpose. And Genesis 1 shows us what God's original purpose was for all mankind. Genesis 1, verse 25. It says, and God made the beast of the earth after his kind, this is the King James Version, and cattle after their kind. Now check this out. God made beast of the earth after his kind. The Amplified says, and God made the wild beasts of the earth according to their kinds and domestic animals according to their kinds and everything that creeps upon the earth according to, what does that say? Its kind. And God saw as he was making stuff according to its kind, he saw that that was good. He said, you're like this and you're like that and you're like this and you're like that. And I see that as good. The Amplified says, fitting, pleasant, uh, pleasant and he approved it. So he's in this mode where he's making things like each other. But then he got to man. And God said, let us, Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, make mankind in our image. Dogs are like dogs. Cats are like cats. Cows are like cows. Fish are like fish. Birds are like birds. But man is made like God. Let us make mankind in our image after our likeness and let them have, here's your birthright, complete authority. Dogs are made like dogs. Cats are made like cats, but you are made like God. And see, that's hard for some people to receive because all we can see sometimes is our sin, but Christ came so that your sin would no longer be an issue with God. It's time on Christmas Day for you to receive back and take back what's already been yours. God said, let us make man in our image and our likeness and let them have complete authority over what? Over the fish of the sea, the birds of the air, the tame beasts, and over all of the earth. Whose world is this? Whose world is this? And Jesus came to give you back what was already yours. Verse 27 says, so God created man. First he talked about it. And then he did it. So God created man in his own image. In the image and likeness of God created him, male and who else? Male and who else? Yeah. Now we talked about this and, and just to make it real plain, he created male and female. All the females in the house make some noise. Uh-huh. All the men in the house make some noise. Okay, all right, all right. <laughs> Both of us. He created male and female, he created them. He created them. She is his kind. He is his kind. He didn't leave any, neither one of us out. Now, did you notice that he didn't say nothing about nationalities? Did you notice he didn't say nothing about ethnicities? Did you notice he didn't say nothing about class status? Did you notice he didn't say nothing about how much money you got in the bank? He said, I created all y'all like me. And if I created all y'all like me, then all y'all have the same birthright, which is this earth. This is why he created us. This is how 
he created us. Somebody says, why did God create us? To praise him? Well, that's not fully correct. You're seeing right here, the day man was created, why God created you. According to this scripture, go back to verse 26 and go to the New Living Translation. According to this scripture, God created us to have complete authority in the Amplified. You want to give God praise? Walk in your authority. Huh? You want to obey God? Walk in your authority. Then God said, let us make human beings in our image to what? Be like us. They will, woo, what's that word? Reign. When Jesus came, he gave you back the ability to reign. I want to be like him. Then get to reigning. Who reigns? What, what position, what office, what job on earth does one have if they reign? Huh? Some of y'all scared to say it. What job on earth? Who are the people who are allowed to reign? Royalty, kings, queens. Did you know that in your DNA, in the original design of man, is rulership. I said it the other day, you know, you, 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 you're trying your best to get just the house or, or, or just, the, the, just the whatever, and God is like, I'm trying to give you all the land. I, I want you to see you are rulers. That's how he built you. And when Jesus came back to earth, he came to get you back what was already yours. His birthright gave us back all of our birthright. Or his birth gave us back all of our birthright. Amen? Amen? Our chance to change, our chance to change was born with him. Before he came on earth, man had an issue. We couldn't get back right with God, but when Jesus came on the scene, his blood was to be the sacrifice to make us right once again with God. The only thing we have to do, according to the word, is believe that. We just got to believe it. Go to uh, John 6, John chapter 6, I believe it's verse uh, 39. Let me show you that real quick. Now, what's happening is this is a bunch of... Uh, religious folks and they're standing before Jesus and they're saying listen we want to be like God we want to do the works of God we want to do what he wants us to do now according to what we just read in Genesis what does God want you to do he wants you to reign he wants you to have authority right but the problem was at this point Jesus hadn't died yet and so people didn't know how do I get back to doing what he created me to do and they thought it was all this religious ritual stuff. I got I to perfectly perform the commandments. Well, we know that there was only one person who was able to do that, and that was Jesus. But people were trying real hard to do everything that was in that law, to be perfect. And today we have people doing the same thing. I got to be perfect. And if I'm not perfect, then God's going to be mad at me. If I don't go to church every week. Did a preacher just say, I don't have to go to church every week? That's not what I said. I just said, God ain't mad at you if you don't. Oh, I'm going to tell you the truth in these last two, three minutes I got. I mean, yeah, say folks go to church. I mean, the Bible talks about don't forsake yourselves. But, but am, I, am I going to hell if I take a vacation and miss a Sunday? Is God displeased with me because I didn't wear a suit on a day? Somebody said, Maybe. <laughs> No, God's not mad at you. Right here it says, and this is the will of God, and this is the will of God, and this, this is Jesus talking. I think he knows. And this is the will of God. That I do what? That I should not lose even one of all of those he has given me, but I should what? Raise them up in the last day. This is the will of God. He doesn't want Jesus to lose who? Anyone. Go back to verse 20 now. So how does he not lose anybody? There's only one way 
that he doesn't lose anybody. Jesus told him, this is the only word God wants from you. Now, your ears really should perk up right here. What's that first word? He wants you to do what? He, uh, he wants me to give $5,000 right now. Come on, I got a line over here, and I got a line here, and I got a line there. He wants me to get 75 people saved before I walk out that door. He wants me to pray for seven hours every day. He wants me to join the choir, the usher board. He wants me to become a minister, a pastor, a preacher, an evangelist, and a prophet. And once I become all those things, then I will please him. What's the main thing Jesus is saying God wants your work to be? Believe in who? In the one he sent. Who did God send? And he's saying, listen, you got to believe in him and not just that he was. You got to believe that he was and believe in what he did. You got to believe in what this represents. You got to believe that a real Jesus who was the son of God and who still is the son came to earth and died for you and me and that his blood was the valuable currency to purchase your life back and make you right with God. Because if you believe in the one he sent, in his body and blood, then you will be restored back into your right relationship and standing with God, which then gives you access to your original birthright, which is to rule and reign. Your work on earth can only happen after you believe. Your rulership, your, your reign can only start when you believe in Jesus. So the only question you need to be asking yourself on this day is, do I believe? Do I believe in the gift, the perfect gift? Because if I believe in the gift, the perfect gift, then I'll understand one truth, and this is the main truth I want to get to you today, is that you win, that you've already won, that you have victory. Somebody say, I have victory. You can never fail. Somebody said, I don't know if I like that. I mean, failure, you got to have a little failure. You got to have a little failure. No, I need you to get that Old Testament belief going. When they would fight battles and if they lost one person, they were like, wait a minute, something's wrong. Because last I checked, God is love and love never fails. Last I checked, God doesn't make mistakes. And if I am a believer in the one he sent, and I am ruling and reigning following the will of God, then I cannot fail. Failure is an illusion for the believer. I don't lose. Oh, somebody said, well, you do every now and then. I don't lose. I mean, come on, Archie, what about last week? I don't lose. I think Nina said this too, I only win. Win-win, no matter what. I said, you only win no matter what. See, some of y'all don't believe that. You're saying, but how? Jesus. But how? God. But how? The Holy Ghost. He lives on the inside of you. God Almighty lives on the inside of you. Leading you and guiding you. But that's what the enemy wants to do. The enemy wants to get you so focused on you, so focused on your situation, so focused on your circumstance that you start feeling like you're losing. Because when you go by what you see, how many gifts we got under the tree today? How many gifts was I able to buy for somebody else? And then we begin to say, I, I, I must not be doing well this Christmas based on how many gifts I was able to give. No, honey, you received the best free and perfect gift. And that's what got you in victory. You want to give somebody an awesome gift? Go give them Jesus. You want to give somebody an awesome gift? You didn't have a lot of gifts to give out underneath the tree? Go home back home and go ahead and minister grace and watch what happened. The best thing we can do, the best thing we can give is Jesus. When I know and follow the voice of the will of the Father, Sometimes it looks like you may be about to lose, but you're just going to win. When Peter stepped out of that boat, I'm sure some of the other disciples that stayed in thought he was about to lose. 
when Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were at that, whatever they were doing, worshiping that God, and they were the only three that didn't bow down because they said, you know what? We, we can't roll like this because we only serve one God. And they were willing to defy a king for the king. And, and when they tied him up, I bet you it looked like they was about to lose. When the king said, Nebuchadnezzar said, turn that fire up and make it hotter than hot. So hot that the soldiers who opened up the door melted. I bet you it looked like they was about to lose. But they had determined in their mind that they would believe God. And they said, he's going to deliver us. But then they said, even if he don't, even if he don't do it the way we think, he's still God. That's somebody who already knows they won. But then God being God the way he is. See, you got to understand, grace was not just in the New Testament. Grace shows up all throughout the Old Testament. And here they go, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, thrown into the fire. And then the king looked and he said, wait, how many men, how many, how many men did we throw in there? They said three. He said, well, I see four. And one of them looks like the son of God. See, you got to understand, grace saves you. Grace shows up on the water. Grace shows up in the, in the storm. Grace shows up in the fire. It matters not what's going on in your life. Jesus, who is grace, will always be there. He said, you'll never be lost, you'll never be left, and you'll never be forsaken. You win all the time. Failure is not an option. He's going to show up. He's already done everything concerning you, and it's good. You're made after the God kind. So when you go home today, you go home with your head held high, knowing that the perfect gift has provided everything you need. And what kind of gift was this? It was a free gift. And it was a gift that any one of us can have. So I don't care what your cousin may have done, your uncle may have done, your auntie may have done, your mama, grandmama, whoever else may have done, share the gift of Jesus today. Because he is the one that will cause them to change. You've been trying to get them to change your whole life. And there's only one who can save them. The same one who saved you. Say this with me. Say, I have victory. I receive that I win on today. Jesus is my victory. My relationship with God is my success. In Jesus' name. If you agree with that, say amen. amen. Come on and give God a hand clap of praise for that. Amen. So when you go back home, don't worry about nothing. That's my charge to you today. Don't worry about nothing. Some of y'all trying to figure out what you're going to cook. Don't worry about nothing. I don't care if y'all eat grilled cheese sandwiches today. Don't you worry. Somebody said, please don't uh, do that, mama. <laughs> I remember that, that became a revelation for me and Melissa one year. We found out that uh, the, um, the Asian buffets was open on the holidays. And we just did that for a few years just so we didn't have to worry about nothing. We said, let's just go out to eat. I find a good one. You know, don't just go anywhere. Please, let's just go out. Let's just get something. We got to worry about everything all the time. You just go on and Relax and enjoy yourself, and no stress. Everybody just take a deep breath right now. 
My bad. Exhale. Exhale. <laughs> Just exhale. You be at peace. Some of us are, are stressed out right now because of loved ones who've gone home to be with the Lord. You just be at peace. You understand that they are, they are enjoying themselves in heaven, dancing with the Father. And, and while they're having a joyous occasion in heaven, trust me, they want you having one here on earth. And so you just be at peace. You win in every situation. Amen? Amen. Father, I thank you for this word, and I thank you for these, your people, and we count them blessed right now in Jesus' name. Lord, as we get ready to leave this place, we go in your grace, and we thank and praise you in advance for the resurrection, miraculous, awesome power of the blood of Jesus. We believe it, and we receive it on today, and we give you all the glory, honor, and praise for it in Jesus' name. If you agree with that, say amen. 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 Now, Sunday we're going to have a service, and we want you to get back out here. We're going to finish talking about uh, for the this service, that, that service, and for our New Year's Eve service, uh, finish up the series on This Is Our House. We'll be back here New Year's Eve. I think service starts at 10, uh, stops right at uh, midnight, and we're going to have a great time then. Um, we're going to have a, a few special things on that night. Uh, we'll be uh, actually licensing some of our ministers. Uh, this will be the, one of the first world changes churches that'll be licensed and ministers so come out here and celebrate with us on that these are awesome men and women of God that are going to help pastor Melissa and I serve you even better amen so we're excited about that um, so make it out here for that uh, babe am I missing anything else this Saturday all right okay so here's how we're going to do giving today we're just going to have a couple of ushers uh, have some buckets at the back if you want to sew on today you can do that that way if you want to give by uh, text they'll pop that up on the screen as we dismiss and you can sew gifts that way um, we always are excited i, I love what we're uh, being taught right now about giving giving is a part of our worship amen um, god's not blessing me after i give i'm already blessed but i give because i am blessed amen so don't think today, now, now you, uh, Paul talks about you give what you've already purposed in your heart. Amen? So again, anything that puts you in bondage, that's not from God. I don't have time to teach the whole thing to you, but the bottom line is, is tithing is of God, but tithing was something that was given before the law even existed. Abraham tithed, and then 430 years later the law came. But Abraham, Abraham tithed him because he was honoring God. So you honor God, if you be at 10%, but the widow gave two mites. That wouldn't tithe, and it stopped Jesus in his tracks, and he said, she gave more than everybody else. Amen? So again, don't get into bondage to none of that. What is on your heart to sow? Sow that. And then trust that the seed has everything in it to bring the harvest. Amen? Amen. So, uh... Oh, yes. Uh, reminder, too, that there is no uh, service on tonight uh, because this is our service for Wednesday. There's also no service on Thursday night at our south location. And then the same thing next week, we'll have our New Year's service, and then there'll be no service Wednesday night and no service Thursday night. Amen? All the stewards and the servants of the house said, amen. Yes. So, praise God. Let's stand to our feet as we get ready to be dismissed. If for any reason you do need prayer for anything, I'm going to ask a couple of our prayer folks to come down to the front as we dismiss. If you would like for us to pray with you or your family over anything, we'll be down here in the front. We'll do just that. Uh, Father God, we thank and praise you as we leave this place. We go in your grace. We thank you, Father God, for the day that we already have started with you, and it's going to be even greater as we leave together and celebrate with one another. Merry Christmas, Jesus. Father, we love you. In Jesus' name, if you agree with that, say amen. Amen. We love you guys so much. You are dismissed. Again, if you would like prayer, you can come out to the front. And if you want to give, you can do that on the way out. And we'll leave that uh, give by text up for a few minutes if you would like to sow that way as well. Uh, guys, let's put that back on the screen uh, where folks, if they want to sow, they can do that that way.